0: Welcome to the Mindset Chick Podcast. If you are looking to stop settling and want to gain the clarity and confidence to manifest the life and biz of your dreams, then this show is for you. I'm your host, Christy Deer, sharing with you simple yet powerful and effective mindset tips that will allow you to attract more abundance, prosperity, and success into your life. So get ready, get excited, and let's go manifest some amazing things together. Hey, hey, and welcome back to the Mindset Chick podcast. I am so happy to have you here. And today we have a very special guest, someone who I'm very excited to introduce you to. Her name is Mandy Morris. Mandy Morris is an entrepreneur, philanthropist, manifestation expert, and the creator of Authentic Living, an online company designed to help individuals reconnect, with their authentic selves to find purpose, peace, and deep healing. Mandy and her brands have been featured in media outlets that include Shape, Mind, Body Green, The Chalkboard, Buzzfeed, Well Plus Good, and Thrive Global, as well as on notable podcasts, including The Jenny McCarthy Show, Your Own Magic, and Hungry for Happiness. So, Mandy, it's so great to have you here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So I really just want to dive right in. I haven't heard this phrase of counter-manifesting actually until I heard it from you. So I am super curious and I would love for you to explain what is counter-manifesting.
1: So I've noticed that manifestation has kind of gotten a bad rap in the sense that most folks think that manifesting is a one-way street it is something that you do intentionally what I've noticed is that manifesting is something we're doing all the time like it or not it is our communication system with our environment and so counter manifesting is keeping that in mind that yes we are in fact always creating our reality the piece of the counter is we're just not aware of how we're doing it or why we're not getting what we want. And so even though we might consciously say that we want to create something that's beautiful and wonderful and we deserve, there's a part of us that's countering that energy saying, we can't have it, we're unworthy of it, or let's in some way subconsciously sabotage it.
0: Okay, yeah, I love that. And yes, You know, I've talked a lot about that on the Mindset Chick podcast about having that resistance or that, you know, that contrast that can keep us away from manifesting our goals. But I love that phrase, you know, counter manifesting, because it really shows, you know, it's just simple, it's simple terminology. And yeah, yeah. And, and I love what you said is that we're always manifesting and always communicating with our environment
1: yeah never we think that like the communication system can shut off for a bit, but it doesn't, even though we might spend an hour a day intentionally working towards or saying what we want, doing a mantra, doing an affirmation we've got twenty three other hours of the day where our subconscious mind isn't shutting off, and all of that oppositional energy is still going out into the you know universe, if you will
0: exactly so how would you how would you tell someone like how could they resist you know the temptation to engage in that counter manifesting?
1: I think a huge piece is that they're not aware that it's happening. And so I always say like awareness sometimes can solve 99% of a problem, but you have to actually bring it to the surface. And so I call it the subconscious reel and imagine sitting in a theater and you're watching the movie over and over and over again. There's nothing new that's showing up. It's just the same thing. And so our subconscious reel is this compilation of everything that's ever happened to us in life, or our most rooted beliefs and thoughts, which are usually stemming from traumas or some way programming from society or culture or religion, but it's not serving us. It's not authentic to us. And so I always tell folks, instead of trying to shove all of that under the rug, which is why it's sitting in the subconscious anyway, is let's bring it to the conscious mind. Let's start paying attention to the way that we feel because emotions are huge precursors to manifestation. And let's get curious about why we feel the way that we feel instead of judging ourselves or, you know, shaming the process. We just go, okay, I don't feel great most of the time, but why? Let me understand where that comes from and start processing that information differently than I used to so that I can start getting different results.
0: Yeah, that's so great. And you're so right about awareness. That's like the number one, because you said many people don't even, they're not even aware that they're, you know, subconsciously manifesting things that they don't want. And so they're like, why am I here? Why am I here? You know, until they're aware, like, oh my gosh, these thoughts, beliefs, feelings, emotions, they're not in alignment with what I want. There's something in there that's blocking me. And so like, if somebody had, let's say like they start to become aware of, oh my gosh, you know, I am maybe thinking differently. Like I really want this big goal to manifest but I'm becoming aware that I really don't feel worthy of it or deserving. Like how could they start maybe breaking that pattern? So I call them rule boxes and I
1: imagine I'm a pretty visual person. So hopefully this still works in podcast form, but I imagine a bunch of different boxes and they have different rules in them. And you could have a box on relationships. You could have a box on purpose work, a box on finding your soulmate, becoming a billionaire, whatever everybody you know, wants. And it's filled with things, again, from the past, typically. And so I always imagine taking a knife and cutting open that box and saying, what is inside of it? If I am trying to get here and here is not where I currently am, then one, what are my rules on who I have to be to get there, which usually are incorrect, by the way? And what is the path that I think I have to take, which also typically is incorrect. And when we start questioning why we live through the rules that we live by, man, it gets so interesting because you see, oh, no wonder these things haven't come to fruition. I have rules that are literally causing me to run around in circles. I used to do that with success. I thought unconsciously, of course, or in my subconscious, if I want to be successful, I have to work 14, 15 hours a day. I'm probably not going to be able to have a husband or children because I won't be around for them, but I also want that in my life. And in order to make the amount of money I want to make, I'm going to have to do all these things And it ensured that I never got there because I had all of these incorrect rules on the person I'd have to be and what I'd have to do to obtain it, let alone, you know, keep it long-term. So I ensured that I would counter-manifest it or just never even see it. And I see so many people doing that.
0: You're so right. And, you know, I did that for so long, just thought like I have to trade dollars for hours. And, you know, over the time, like growing my business and becoming more successful, I also, and I think a lot of women can relate to this, maybe even more. But felt guilty that you know, totally. here I, yeah, right, here I am, like <laughs> making more income, living a more freedom based life. Things are starting to manifest, but then maybe the people around me are still having to do the daily grind, and I, here I am, like okay, like. I want to show people how to do this. I want to continue this path, but then there's some guilt going on. Like, well, gosh, I don't want to outshine anyone.
1: Yes. You don't want to be alone in the process. You want to take everyone with you and absolutely the guilt of if I shine my light too brightly, will it make someone else uncomfortable or will I lose love and connection because of it?
0: Yeah. And that's something that I really had to recognize and work through with myself and, you know, even now in the process of up-leveling and, you know, having bigger dreams and goals, I've noticed that sometimes that even still kind of comes to the surface. And I love what you said about being aware of it and kind of communicating with yourself instead of like feeling bad that those things are coming up or shaming yourself or judging yourself, but like learning how to, okay, this is coming up. How can I maybe flip the script and look at it different and use this to support me in my journey.
1: Yes. One of the greatest rules that I rewrote for myself was anytime that something was showing up that I would have, you know, maybe 15 years ago told myself it was here to sabotage. I'm never going to get there. I'm unworthy of it. You know, whatever it was now I roll up my sleeves and I get so excited because I know that it's showing up as feedback And it's actually on the path towards what I desire. It's not there to throw me off. And it makes you look at it so differently and the perspective shift alone completely elevates the energy. And you literally find a new answer, one that actually serves you in the process.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so good. And and looking at it as feedback, um, that's great too. And so you also talk about dense energy. I'd love for you to elaborate on that. What is it?
1: So dense energy, it's, a, it's this whole process and this understanding I had years ago where I was looking at, I used to study, my background is actually in neuroscience and psychology and you know, I was a total geek. So teaching manifestation, I was like, what? I'm going to teach this very spiritual thing. And the universe is like, yes, you will. So I wanted to bring a lot of background into it that made logical left brain sense. And so I noticed that from a vibrational level Scientifically speaking, not on the woo woo end of things, although that's faster information, anyhow. (laughs) But from a, a scientific standpoint, everybody has a frequency. All things have what I call a frequency signature. We are all vibrating, and all things, including thoughts and traumas and experiences and all that stuff, they all are vibrating a certain frequency. But if it's dense, meaning it comes from fear, scarcity, not enoughness, shame, and guilt, and you can literally just Google an emotional chart, and you'll see the actual vibration that all of these different emotions or feelings exist upon. And so I thought about, you know, if I'm sitting there manifesting what I want out of unworthiness, because then I'll be good enough, or because then I won't be alone, or maybe then everyone will love me or something like that. That's coming from a really dense and slow, literally a slow vibration, which means that the matter that comes into contact with that vibration is going to move more slowly. Therefore, it's not going to manifest itself, if at all, very, very slowly. But when we use these higher and less dense vibrational emotions like love, excitement, joy, gratitude, all of those, that intentional energy allows for matter to become made manifest that much more quickly because everything is literally moving at a faster rate.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love learning about that. (laughs) You know, at first, it's interesting. Like, I remember reading some books at first, like the law of attraction and the manifestation process. And, you know, I first became aware of it in my early 20s and I'm 45 now. And, you know, I was super curious. And then some of the books I was reading was really diving into, like you said, the energy and really getting deep into the physics. and And it was too overwhelming. Like I was like, I don't understand what's going on, but now, yeah, but now it's so fun to read about and really, really understand about, you said these frequencies and we're all vibrating and everything's energy and we really do magnetize to us what, it's like what Wayne Dyer said, you know, it's like we attract who we are, not what we want.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And that is the magic of figuring out what someone is counter manifesting because then everything makes sense. And Albert Einstein actually said the same thing as well. He said, everything is energy. That's not, you know, some spiritual thing, it's physics.
0: Yeah. It's so interesting. And so let's say that somebody does have that, you know, that dense energy, they're entangled in it and they're, you know, not really up to speed with the vibrational match of that, which, they desire, like how do they, can they start detangling from it?
1: So the most simplistic thing, and this is something that I talk about because it's so easy to just spark the process. I, I call it creating energetic check-ins. And it is basically in essence, building awareness of where you're currently at, because unless you know where you are, you don't know how far you need to go to get where you're trying to, you know, the destination, if you will. And so creating energetic check-ins is, it could be an hour or every hour, I'm sorry. It could be three times a day, whatever feels right to someone. And I always say, do not judge yourself when you start hearing what you're really feeling and what you're really saying to yourself. This is all feedback. Don't get emotional, get curious, but you're doing these check-ins every, you know, ever so often saying, okay, what am I truly feeling right now? And if you can go a step further, why? What triggered me in the past hour since my last check-in, I was feeling good then, or wow, I'm realizing that Of course, my life feels the way it does. Most often when I'm doing these check-ins, I don't like the way that I feel or I feel dense energy. I feel like I'm in a low vibration. And that awareness allows for you to then say, okay, why is it occurring? What am I telling myself? Which is like the magical piece because it's not about what's real. It's about what you're telling yourself that you're breathing life into to make it real. So what am I telling myself? And is there something else I can tell myself instead? And I think it's just this slow... Sparking process of let me just figure out where I'm at, and the breadcrumbs start to drop on the next steps of awareness that build towards that higher vibrational life.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I love that you said energetic check ins, and I've even become more aware with myself around this like waking up in the morning, doing you know my gratitude and my mindset practices, and feeling in a high vibe, and then maybe getting talking to other people, getting on a call, you know, responding to email and then feeling a little off, like overwhelmed or frustrated, or like I'm in this hurry state and realizing that I could be like entangled with other people's thoughts and energies. And, you know, maybe the text messages are like doubt or fear, or they're frustrated with something. And then I'm responding to that. And now I'm starting to feel a little off. I'm starting to feel stressed, rushed, hurried, overwhelmed. What do you think about that? Like people getting entangled with other people's energy?
1: Absolutely. Cause we're all in an energy soup. I call it a frequency soup at all times. And we can call this something other than frequency, but we're all processing hundreds of thousands of pieces of information, you know, in the subconscious constantly. So it could be, Oh, I just noticed that someone walked into the room. Oh, the trees are blowing over there. These little pieces, but it could also be, wow, my boss yelled at me earlier and I'm really frustrated about that. And so we're always receiving and having all these different inputs of frequency and talk about waking up in the morning. We think that, and sometimes by all means, sleep can be very restorative, but it can also be this time where all of our energetic walls are down and energy can more easily attach to us. So when you're talking about, you know, waking up and just kind of go, go, going for the first 45 minutes to an hour, it's incredible. And I know not everyone has this available to them. So if it has to be 10 minutes, but... The brain needs time to process everything that it actually did as it slept and to also prepare for the day. And so I've noticed, and I tell folks this, when you wake up, keep that phone away from you for at least a half hour. If you can do an hour or longer, that would be amazing because you're priming your brain for distraction. And what's another word for distraction? Chaos. And -hmm. when we feel chaotic, our energy feels all over the place. And so I always tell folks, have a morning routine, where you clear, even if it's just for five minutes, chill for a moment, breathe in the day, set an intention, what's the day gonna look like? And how are you going to choose to ensure that that intention is what you follow regardless of you know whatever it is that shows up. And you're coming into your energetic field as your own. So you know what you're coming to the table with so that when additional frequencies are being felt or different energy or people or whatever you wanna call it, then you can do something a little bit more productive with it because you've been more proactive versus so reactive.
0: Mm, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yeah, I want to try that. Like thirty, yeah, 30 <laughs> minutes to an hour. I know. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna touch my phone. I'm doing the gratitude <laughs> and you know, brushing my teeth and, and all that stuff, getting my coffee. And then when I do look at my phone, there are so many messages already. Yes. It can totally shift your energy. So I love that. Like practicing, you know, whether you have to get up earlier, practicing, not getting on your phone right away and not having to respond to everybody right away, like put yourself first, you know, take yes. Yourself first.
1: Yes. We'll talk about that people pleaser persona as well, where I was that way. If there was a message, I had to open it and I had to respond to it. And I realized, Hey, this isn't healthy. And this has nothing to do with me wanting to be productive or helpful. It's a trauma response from my past and it's showing up in a really weird way. So I refuse to feed that trauma. Let me handle it with boundaries or with more self-love or, you know, whatever
0: was needed. That's really, really good. Yeah. I've had to put my phone on, do not disturb <laughs> a lot more. I know the feeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so because I feel like, and you know, that's something good to explore too. Cause I felt like when I see a message oh my goodness, if I don't respond right away, they're going to think I'm ignoring them or I'm not you know, I'm not being sensitive to maybe they have a question and I need to respond. And so I'll put my phone on do not disturb so that I can just have that time for myself. But yeah, even exploring that even more in myself, like why is that happening? Like, why do I feel the need that I have to respond right away?
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. I remember when uh, my husband and I were living in Dallas years ago and someone was knocking on the door, we were in the middle of dinner and I was like, jumping up to get to the door. He said, sit down, we're having dinner. And I was like, there's someone at the door. We need to answer it. And he's like, why? And I thought for a minute, I was like, you're so right. Like I am so quick to interrupt these beautiful moments or what I need because something is, you know, distracting or I feel that someone comes before me.
0: Yeah. That is such a great reminder. I really, really love that. And so Mandy, what is your favorite quote or mantra that you love to live by? You know, something that I've done
1: for the past seven years, and that's just as long as I have been in my own true self-growth where things became radically amazing, was I would wake up every day and actually write this down, but I would ask myself, what does the world need of me today that I can readily and easily give? And whatever the answer was, I would ensure that I would do it big or small, no judgment. You know, I don't get to decide if it's worthy enough. And it has guided me so beautifully in my purpose work in serving the world. And of course, serving myself as well.
0: Well, that's beautiful. I love that. And yeah, you're just asking, you know, what's the world need of me today that I can, that I can give. I love how you say that instead of like, I have to give. Yeah, no
1: martyrism.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's old. That's an old belief. (laughs) Yes. What I can give. I love that. And using that to like guide you. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, and Mandy, you have a book coming out, right? I do.
1: It just released about gosh, I think we're a week and a half or so past it released on March 22nd.
0: Ooh, that's exciting. I'm excited to check it out. Thank you.
1: Yes, it's an incredible book. Lots of science and psychology and of course the the spiritual woo-woo of how to manifest.
0: Okay, those are all my favorite things. I'm excited <laughs> to Yeah, I'm excited to check it out. And so Mandy, how would the listeners like get to know you more, follow you, check out yeah. your phone.
1: Google is a great friend with my name, Mandy Morris, but the book in and of itself is a great place to just feel my work and, and experience massive, truly life-changing shifts. The feedback on the book has been insane. And um, we've been so blessed to sell well over 10,000 copies just in the past week. And so I would say that the eight secrets, the eight being just the number, the eight secrets.com would be the best place because they can get a bunch of bonuses join one of our book clubs and just kind of dip in their toes on my work.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm excited about your book. I'm excited to check it out. So thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your nuggets today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And remember friend to dream big, follow your heart and never give up on you because you're worth it. Thank you for joining me today on the mindset chick podcast. I hope this show has you waking up every morning excited about the new manifestations you have created in your life. And if you would honor me with a five-star review over in iTunes, I will happily enter your name in my Mindset Chick swag giveaway. Make sure you add your name to the review and I will reach out to you if you're the winner. I really appreciate you spending your time with me. Be sure to visit me at mindsetchick.com for past episodes and more gifts that will help you to manifest your dreams into reality.